in general, the fears that you feel are not going to be related to a life or death situation, right? They're going to be related to a life-changing situation. Fear stops us from achieving our true greatness. Are you a professional woman who is feeling stuck, unmotivated, or burned out? Are you worried about your wellness? Are you letting fear stop you from crushing your goals? If you answered yes to any or all of these, then this is the podcast for you. Dr. Charmaine Gregory, night shift emergency physician, burnout thriver, and wellness champion, along with everyday heroes just like you, will explore how to face fear in our lives and emerge victoriously. Dr. Gregory here. Did you know that I'm on YouTube as well? You can find me at Charmaine Gregory MD. See you there. Here. Hello, 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 hello. It's Dr. G, and I am so excited to talk with you today, as I am always excited to talk with you. But today is extra special because this right here that you're currently listening to is the not 100th, but the 200th episode of the Fearless Freedom with Dr. G podcast. And, you know, it is uh, almost like a, I don't want to say the word bittersweet because bittersweet um, engenders a thought of this ending and it's not ending right now, but it is bittersweet in the sense that um, we have gone through a couple of iterations and we have gone through a couple of phases with the show. So if you have been following me from the beginning, or if you jumped on midway, you may or may not have had an opportunity to go back to the original episode, the very first one, and to see why the podcast even got started. And so the reason why the podcast got started was because I have a fear of public speaking. And literally, I mean, we are talking about a true fear of the process. And I know for a fact that I'm not alone in this because if you survey most humans and you ask them, what do you fear? You will find that death is number two and number one is a fear of public speaking. So I'm not alone in it. And so I know that you can not only like sympathize with me, but you can empathize as well. So, you know, here I am in a, a a line of work that requires a lot of public speaking and has been throughout the process. So from, you know, being a medical student, uh, so many years ago, um, yes, back in the nineties, uh, being a medical school student then, and then progressing to a resident physician and then ultimately graduating from my residency and then having to do, you know, numerous public speaking type of events and items, you know, basically going from speaking with a patient's family, speaking with a patient to speaking in front of colleagues in a bigger arena. So, you know, all of these exposures were always basically laden with my fear. And I learned how to overcome the fear. I learned how to function at a high level despite it. And that did not, of course, did not mean that it went away, right? That did not mean that I was by any means uh, successful in you know, my, my anguish, like I still had those things. So I, let me just give you an example of what I, what I'm talking about. 
So before, so I was chief resident when I was in residency and the chief resident position basically, and basically part of it is that you're constantly giving, um, grand rounds and things like that. You're giving, you're giving talks, you're doing, you know, M&M, um, you're organizing the M&Ms, you are doing all these things that are going to be performed in front of a group of people, most times a group of your peers and your professors, right? So every time before I'd have to give a talk, I would literally get zero sleep the night before. I mean, we're talking about tossing and turning, you know, no sleep. And if you are a, an athlete or if you are a performer or if you have to do anything that requires, you know, a high level of cognitive effort, you know that sleep is quite important before you go about doing this. And so, you know, I would get no sleep the night before because constantly I'd be thinking about how things could go wrong, right? Never like, how is it going to go right? But it's like, how could it go wrong? Like, what can I do? What can I, how can I mess this up? and embarrass myself in front of my colleagues and professors. You know, this was like a constant thought. And then, you know, the day of the actual event of the actual talk, I would be a mess. I would literally be a sweaty mess. You know, there would always be, I, I like to say, you know, thunderstorms happening in my armpits and, you know, just completely saturating my clothing underneath, you know, clothing there. And, you know, my palms would be super sweaty and I wouldn't want to shake anybody's hand. I'd constantly be wiping my hand off, uh, my palms off on my clothing to try to keep them in a, some semblance of dryness. And, you know, I would have this, this incredible, uh, intense palpitation happening where my, my heart would just be beating at such a rapid pace. And it was behaving as though it no longer wanted to be confined by my ribcage. You know, like it wanted to, it wanted to make run for the hills. You know, this is basically like what was happening inside. And so I'm having these sweaty armpits, these sweaty palms. I'm having this ridiculous, like palpitation happening. And, you know, my, my heart trying to decide to, to make an exit from my body. And then, you know, this was a physical thing that was happening. And then, and then mentally, I was having another, another fight happening there. And literally I would think things like, you know, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to trip on a wire for the, for the microphone and I'm going to fall on my face and I'm going to break, you know, several bones in my face. It's going to be blood everywhere. It's going to get blood on my colleagues, blood on my professors, blood on the floor. I'm going to try to get up and I'm going to slip on that blood and I'm going to fall again and I'm going to break a hip or something. And then I'm going to be hobbling. I'm going to like, finally like drag myself up to a standing position, whether it is hanging on to the podium and hanging on to the stage or whatever it is. And then I'm going to get behind the podium and then I'm going to you know, press that clicker and absolutely nothing is going to show up on the screen. And I'm going to open my mouth and absolutely nothing is going to come out of my mouth. And so, you know, this ridiculous, I mean, absolutely ridiculous dance was what would happen to me every single time I had to give a talk. And, you know, one day I just realized how ridiculously insane it was and how I had actually like gotten so used to it that I thought that was a normal process. Like, then doesn't everybody go through that? Isn't this something that everybody does? Like, I can't be the only person that goes through this. And you know, when I realized that, you know, this ritual was not very healthy for me, and it also was doing the, you know, the audience that I am attempting to serve by, by relaying information via the talk, um, a disservice, I decided that I had to do something about it. 
And that was when I understood that I actually had a fear of public speaking. And, and, and when I tell people, they just look at me as if I have two heads because they, they say it's impossible. You couldn't possibly have a fear of public speaking. And I say, yes, I do. And the greats do even, right? You know, I was reading a book uh, called Dear to Lead by Brene Brown. And at the very beginning of the book, she talks about how she's getting ready to go on stage to talk to an audience. And she literally expressed that she had that same fear. Like she was afraid to go out there and talk to people. And that's what she does. <laughs> you know, so it's like, okay, if Brene Brown can feel this way, you know, clearly I am not, I'm not insane in my, in my um, experience. And so, or alone, I should say as well. And so anyway, so I figured out this was a fear. I figured out that there had to be an aggressive way in which to face it because I realized um, even before I started digging deep into fear, I realized that in order to really grow, in order to really, you know, have expansion beyond comfort levels and comfort zones, uh, I had to do something that was going to push me, right? That was going to really like, you know, allow for more expeditious growth, let's just say. And so one of the things that I decided at that point was that I was going to put myself through my own designed desensitization therapy. Okay. And part of that regimen was going to be me deciding that I was going to become a professional speaker and I was going to get on stages and I was going to speak to audiences and I was going to give, give of myself to the audience. In return, I was going to get the exposure to my fear that would help me to grow the fastest and then in turn be able to serve the audiences better. So that was prong number one of the plan, okay? So prong number two of the plan was I decided that I was going to start a podcast and what better topic for the podcast than facing fear, right? Having freedom in fear, right? Not letting fear stop you from your greatness, you know, not letting fear Thwart your progress towards unleashing your true great self. And so that, my friends, is how the Fearless Freedom with Dr. G podcast got started. And that was back in 2018, okay? And so I did what I knew to do, which is when I want to do something quickly and I want to get to that goal fast, I got a coach. So I, I took a course and I got a coach and I got the podcast off the ground and starting started. And that was 2018. We had our first episodes in December of 2018. And we have been running ever since week after week, providing the tribe with content that I am hoping is impactful. And, um, you know, definitely, you know, getting out there and facing fear in so many ways. Now, so it started this way. And it still serves that same purpose. And selfishly, I admit this because I, every single time that I talk to you, every single time that I talk with a guest on the show, that is another opportunity for me to face my fear and to grow in that regard while at the same time providing you as a tribe with nuggets that help you to face your own fear. 
because I don't know what your specific fear is, but it is my hope that what you're getting from the show week after week is going to really enlighten you. It's going to encourage you. It's going to inspire you to be your destined and great self, right? That you're not going to let fear get in your way, that you are going to do the things that you want to do and not let that stop you. So that is my selfish goal of the show. Hey, it's Dr. G. And I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank you for listening to this episode. I'm so honored to have you here with me. Did you know that I can help you to get your own podcast started? With my podcasting launch course for professionals, I walk you through everything you need to know about starting a podcast. I'm with you every step of the way from sign up to launching your show with five episodes ready to go. There's a done for you version that's also available. If you would just rather just do recordings and leave the behind the scenes work up to us, then that one is definitely for you. But either way, we've got your back here at Fearless Freedom with Dr. G. Oh, if you already have a show and you need production services, we have monthly plans available for you. So check out the links in the episode show notes for more information. Let's get back to the show. Um, I've seen a tremendous growth in the last 200 episodes and well, 199 episodes. And I have seen it in you because I've gotten feedback from you. Members of the tribe have told me that, you know, they've gotten different nuggets from different episodes and it has really completely transformed their lives. It has led them down a path. They never thought they would be down. And, and I'll tell you that, you know, it's funny how one decision can really make a difference in the pathway that your life takes, because I made that decision to start getting on stages and speaking. And of course, you know, that went well until the pandemic. And then I was not able to get on stages anymore, but that's fine. I still was able to do some virtual talks. And, you know, at this moment, I have put that piece of things on the back burner, but I would never have gotten those experiences and I would never have met the individuals that I met in that process had I not made the decision to not only get on stages and be a public speaker, but also to start the podcast. Now, there have been some times that have been absolutely amazing to me because, you know, I had the opportunity to speak at PodFest, which is a podcasting conference that is uh, very well attended and very well known. And I got a chance to be a part of a panel at um, She Podcast, which is a female focused podcasting conference. And so, you know, I got those opportunities only because I made that decision to face my fear and step out there, you know, and, 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 and do the things right. And, and put yourself out there and expose yourself. And so, you know, there are some people that I've met on these journeys that are absolutely incredible individuals that I would not have met at all in any other venue in my medical career, I would never have met these people. And, you know, there have been people that I've met and on this journey that have completely changed, you know, some of the things that I've done in my life. 
and have had that kind of impact. And so, you know, it just, I'm just telling you this because, you know, when we are faced with something, we're faced with an adversity, we're faced with a challenge, we're faced with fear, right? Whatever it is. And we make a decision, we make that conscious, we have that conscious interrupt and we make that decision that we are going to not let this thwart our progress. And instead, we're going to figure out a solution of how we can face this and do so boldly so that we can have a great outcome, right? Because that's what happens when you do that. And so, you know, that one decision led to 200 episodes of the show. It has led to me having conversations and interactions with people from all over the world in all different areas of life. Would not have met these individuals had I not started a podcast, right? I would not have met these individuals if I had just stayed in my, you know, my zone here of emergency medicine, you know, I would not have done that. I would not. And, and, and this is, I firmly believe this. So you all know that we basically moved to Guam from Michigan in February of 2021 in the middle of the pandemic. Okay. We did this. We basically like decided in October that we're going to move. And then we arranged everything, sold two houses, arranged a move, got licensure here in Guam, um, you know, got dwellings here, like the whole shebang in a few months, sight on seed. We moved across the world, 7,000 miles across, 7,000 plus miles across the world to a place we had never even visited. And that is mainly because we weren't afraid to face our fear, right? We understood that whenever you face fear, and of course, when it's not going to cause you bodily harm, right? Obviously, we're not going to like not listen to that, <laughs> that voice that's telling you danger, danger, like you could physically get hurt. You know, let's not not listen to that, right? But I'm just saying, in general, the fears that you feel are not going to be related to a life or death situation, right? They're going to be related to a life-changing situation, and oftentimes when we listen, like we did, and we moved to the place, right? Not seeing it before. And it turns out that this has been an incredible, incredible experience for us, for our family. And, you know, we have grown so much living here and we love what the weather has done for us, you know, in comparison to the other place that we live. And we love where we lived before too, but it's just a different phase for us, a different phase in life different exposures, different experiences, and all because we weren't afraid to take a leap. And so, you know, I encourage you to definitely consider, look at your life and to see what is it that's holding me back from being the best person that I possibly can be and go after that because it's so worth it. And I'm not just telling you that I, that facing fear is awesome. I try my best to face my own fears. And they're constant. They're constantly things that are coming up that I'm having to address constantly. I mean, I've shared with you, you know, as the, throughout this journey, like some things that have come up, like I had that fear. I mean, I still do, but I have a fear of, of snorkeling. I went snorkeling when we um, just got married. We went for our, um, on the honeymoon, we went snorkeling and I had a panic attack. And I, and I have no idea why I had a panic attack. It was, it came out of nowhere and I had to like come to the surface. I couldn't, I couldn't keep that mask on my face. I couldn't do it. And I had this mental block about snorkeling for years and years. 
for like 16 or 17 years of 16 years. I had this mental block against snorkeling. And, you know, I decided that that's ridiculous and I need to face my fear. And, and so I had the opportunity, thanks to a bunch of my awesome nurses here on Guam, we went out and they helped me to overcome that fear. And I, I got a chance to see some incredible marine life as a result of that. And so, you know, they're constantly going to be things that come up in our life that we're going to have to say, am I afraid right now? And if so, how can I overcome that so I can have this great experience? Because, you know, I, I have to say that every single time that I've gotten to that wall and I've pushed past it, just incredible things have happened. I mean, absolutely incredible things. And the amount of growth is just tremendous, absolutely tremendous. And the, the part that is really incredible is seeing my children also practice the same thing. So they come up, come up against fear as well. They come up against fear and, you know, thankfully they see their mom struggling through and, you know, fighting through her fears and doing the thing anyway. And so that emboldens them to do the same thing. And then they're having great experiences as a result. And so I just cannot express enough how important it is to, to, to focus on that and to do that. And just to see how, how much of a full life you live as a result. And, and it's also been very encouraging to have had some guests on the show very recently, actually, who have done that, who literally have done that and have just like faced their fear, like on regular basis, on a regular basis, and have just crafted a life that is absolutely amazing. And I want that for you. And so I just wanted to kind of give you a little summary, I guess, of, you know, of the last, like the impetus for starting the show, why the show keeps continuing. I mean, I'm not like, this is not something that like, um, you know, I have like mega sponsors for, or I'm making like huge money from, this is completely a passion project for me. Um, I don't know if that will change. Um, I did try at one point to have a, um, to offer podcasting services to, you know, to people who are looking to start a podcast. Um, that's still available is just, it never got off the ground really. And so we had a couple of classes in the, in the, uh, in the program. Um, and those people that went through the classes have had successful podcasts or two, actually some people have gone on to their third podcast. And so we've had some success from the, the couple of classes that we've had go through the, um, the coaching program. Um, but you know, coaching on a, you know, grander scale or coaching on a more regular scale, um, beyond what was done during the pandemic, um, hasn't really, you know, gotten off on the, on the leg, I guess I thought it would, um, which is fine. You know, I also am a firm believer that like, you know, if something is meant to happen, it will happen. Um, I tried to make that happen, but obviously that wasn't, it either wasn't the right time or that wasn't the right thing that, that wasn't the thing that I need to focus on. So I am totally okay with that. Um, I was a little disappointed at the very beginning, but I mean, what, what can you do? Right. I mean, it's just one of those things where you have to be very malleable and be able to roll with the times. Like, you know, if something's working, then you put, you put in more effort, you become more excellent in that area so that you can continue to help that to work even more efficiently and more, you know, and better. 
if something is not working, you can try to figure out what, why, uh, which I tried to do. Um, or you can just say, you know what, maybe the now is not the time, maybe at a later date, that's something that can be revisited. So, you know, that's kind of where the podcasting uh, course is currently. Um, we still do have the option of the podcasting services. Again, that's something that really didn't take off. It's still there if anybody's ever interested in it. Um, but yeah, my focus really mainly has always been just bringing quality guests onto the show so that you can get what you need, that your soul can be fed and you can have the courage, the inspiration to face your fear and emerge victoriously. So, you know, this is me talking to you. This is real talk here. And I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, we'll have, you know, the next go around will be episode 300 and we'll have a big party. I don't know what we'll do for that one, but maybe that one should be more pomp and circumstance or I don't know, more celebration, I guess, than me just talking to you. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> but anywho, I am just so appreciative of you. You're, you're, um, you listening, you sharing and you being, and I am Dr. G and I wish for you from the deepest part of my heart that you will be strong, be brave and unleash your greatness, facing your greatest fears all along the way.